Hey, welcome to Texas! He's a 10. I choose this family. Hey guys, welcome to episode 95 of 911 Star Roundup. I'm one of your hosts, Katie, and with me are my lovely co-hosts, Grace. Hey everybody. And EJ. Hey everyone. Today we'll be talking about season four, episode 14 of Lone Star, titled Tons Out. This one was pretty good. It was it was great. It certainly was something. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it. it. Yeah, it was better than definitely last better one. than last week. Hey, yeah, Papa exactly. Reyes is back. Oh, I, I love that man. I love Gabriel. <laughs> yes me too like seriously um but yeah there's of course lots to talk about per usual so let's get to talking about it y'all all know us we have so many thoughts Oh, of yeah. course. Way too many thoughts on this one. Um, don't worry, I have less tangents last time. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gabriel invites Owen to his office to talk, and I just love how Owen was surprised. Oh, we're going to be talking in your office. And Gabriel's just like, Oh, did you think we were going to talk in an um, interrogation room? Like, that was kind of funny. And <laughs> um, Owen's like, Well, when you're insinuating that, my girlfriend's husband got murdered right after I finished putting fists into his chest. And even Gar- Gabriel acknowledged that that wasn't his fault, which I'm like, okay, yeah. chill. Which I get people's reasons and people's like, uh, like I get why people were a little you know, weird. I honestly had my own opinions of it, but I'm like, chill. We're, it's a week later. We've kind of calmed down a little bit. At least I hope so. And like, if not, you should. yeah, exactly. And, like, that's not how he died anyways. Like, Gabriel had said Mm -hmm. that. And, you know, Gabriel tells him that none of what he is, like, going to tell Owen is public knowledge. So, basically, don't tell anyone. And (laughs) he, uh, that's, like, not the right person to be saying that to because... (laughs) So, then, like, he's basically, like, says how, like, he doesn't normally give this level of detail to to someone romantically involved with the suspect but not only does he know owen but they're based but they are about to become family Aww. and I love that. yeah so i loved all of gabriel like little references to the wedding and everything mm-hmm. i know they like well, papa ray so is much. being like excited and accepting and everything yeah. mm-hmm. I love feel it. good yes and so gabriel then gives him the autopsy of report which obviously he froze to death and stuff um pulmonary edema fluid in his lungs he lost the ability to breathe before he died and he couldn't get out of the machine because he was paralyzed by a neurotoxin and you're just like oh shit okay right and like so basically someone tried to make it look like an accident so they say and no one's like so somebody being kendra and gabriel's like well nine nine out of ten times it is the spouse or the spouse's lover which owens then is like well i didn't do it and gabriel knew that anyways like he's like well i yeah and owen explained how like he had broke things off um because like he didn't want to be with a married woman and gabriel's like problem solved and it's like eh, yeah like you're uh, not, not he's bringing up like all the points any other officer would be right bringing up anybody the detective whoever it may be so it's all valid and gabriel mentions like maybe she did it like maybe she did it because she's done it before and then opens another file apparently she had 
another husband. They weren't their marriage was short lived, as was the guy, because um, mm. he fell off the balcony while they're honeymooning in Cancun. And like other hotel guests said, they heard like raised voices, like fighting or something. And oh, she gosh. had made some excuse how she was in the shower and he had too much to drink. And the guy's parents basically didn't buy anything that like she claimed or whatever but like so apparently something happened before whether if it it this was any of this was true or not like yeah and gabriel says like it's good you ended things with her because so you don't become like those guys um if you want to make it to your son's wedding stay away from her and okay when he said that i was just like wait a second am i supposed to be paying attention to that line like am i (laughs) i don't know like i was just like wait place drop like i don't know but like he says like oh she's bad news and like i don't know that just i that really made me like be like pin drop like was that intentional but like i freaking love gabriel like honestly like that of the show i don't even care and i'll be honest like it's not like the officers are working off of a bullshit like case they're the fact that there's precedent to be suspicious of her and it's a genuine case they're working off of and genuinely suspicious things like at this time we don't know what has or has not happened but how many now that her husband die in a slightly suspicious manner or a manner that is a only one person is alive to say what actually happened it doesn't right. bode well for her and i just love gabriel's handling handling of this because obviously he's <laughs> letting owen in a bit more but he's still to the core a texas ranger right exactly yeah i love him and he's doing everything as by the book as he should yeah he's definitely not supposed to be sharing stuff with owen but i think he's known enough with owen and his track record that owen's not gonna just sit on the sidelines and let things go so um i think he's probably like it's probably better that i do tell him what's going on because if i don't he's gonna start digging in and probably get himself into deeper trouble that is true that is true <laughs> i'm probably like, trying to say but yeah he would have found the info well maybe not all of the information but he would have found at least some of it on his own if he wasn't given anything but i'm also like owen i know you're a dumbass but can you not be a dumbass for one second like yeah because i'm like oh my god why and just the stuff that i was like cringing at some of the stuff he did later i was like really Really?" i was cringing at plenty but we'll get into that tender but then we get, like, when Owen shows up the station and Marjan's just like, oh, hey, I've been trying to get a hold of you. And they're just like, oh. And um, so Kendra apparently was trying to get a hold of Owen. And Owen is obviously not responding for a reason. Mm-hmm. And Owen tells Marjan, like, tell her I'm not available. And if anybody else asks, tell them that, like, tell her I'm not available, like, and stuff, like, no contact. And then it's like, oh, well, that's too late because she's already in your office. And I'm like, Marjan, <laughs> girl, like, no, that is a big Maybe no. lead with that for one thing. Exactly. Also, yeah. this was another thing. This was one of my peeves with what happened in the episode. I'm not going to say with the episode with what happened in the episode like can we please stop bringing the drama to the firehouse yes. how many oh times do you need to infringe on someone's workplace i was a little pissed and again the 
like everyone just standing by and passively letting it happen. And this whole scene worked to me a lot. Yeah. That, I, Mostly I, for that reason. But I understand from a scriptwriter standpoint and having limited locations for things that sometimes sure. you have to do it at the firehouse, even though it wouldn't necessarily be the right place to be doing it. But they've got Owen's house, the Tarlos Loft. They have Grace and Judd's. They, they have plenty of places to have it somewhere else besides the firehouse. So I get why I think they were doing it, but also like, you're right. Like they should not, like, this is not something that would happen normally. Like, yes, every once in a while, a family member may come visit their, their family member at the firehouse they work at, drop off food, have lunch, hang out. That's one thing. But like bringing drama like that to the firehouse, no, should never have happened. Not like that, at least. It's just like locationally makes sense. Just like you were saying, it makes sense. The drop, the firehouse is the main center of things. Another close second being like Owen's house. Right. But time-wise, they could have pushed it to be at his house, which still would have kind of been inappropriate. Um, Simply because I don't approve of bombarding somebody. Right. Um, Yeah, that was not... Or she could have been waiting outside the firehouse. She didn't have to be sitting in his office or standing in his office. That's true. Like, I would have even taken that a little bit better. Yeah, it would have been icky either way, and I'm just like... But I also am just someone who believes in giving people space when they clearly want it. Right. And um, she has shown a complete disregard for that on every single level that we have known her. So, yeah, why am I expecting anything different? Honestly, um, so like, like when Owen goes up there, basically, like she knows as she should because, like, come on, um, and she's just like, oh, they think that I murdered him, and Owen like tries to play it off, and she mentions how, like, you know, I know you're trying to ice ice me like out, and like ever since you got that call at your house, she's like, it's a cop, isn't it? And Owen's just like, Texas Ranger, and I loved Owen mentioning. He's more more than a friend. He's family. Yeah, um, I like that too. I love that. And like he's like he's looking out for for him, like for Owen. Right. And Owen brought up that like about like the Logan, like the whole Logan thing with Kendra, mm-hmm. like her first husband and stuff. And like um, Kendra says how like she didn't do that. I don't know even to like even knowing everything that happened if I believe her or not. And then of course I still wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Like, it wouldn't surprise me that, like, she if she did actually do that and then she got away with it and she still got away with all this stuff, it wouldn't or really even surprise more, me. If there's just even if she didn't like fully do it, if there's more to the story than she's told, right? That would make sense a lot yeah. of sense. And and of course, she gets a call on her phone and it's the Rangers. And Owen tells her to turn off her phone. Like, no, don't be a dumbass. Don't do that. That makes you look worse. Also, like, I don't know what people have of turn. Like, I get, like, turning, I get you're turning off your phone. Like, it's like, oh, well, you won't see the calls. But also, like, people, like, if you're thinking the intention that they're not going to be able to find you, yeah, they will. You can't, turning off your phone doesn't get rid of your GPS location. You have to take a battery, which you can't do with most phones these days, which is very smart. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very smart on um phone makers. Yeah. yeah, very smart. Um, and no one says how like he believes her, and I'm like, you shouldn't. Like, you shouldn't. I even even if like anything else, like you shouldn't. I'm just like, oh, I know. 
and everyone's like saying how basically how they should like do some investigating of their own and Kendra's like well how are we supposed to do that and everyone's like oh lucky for you I know a guy and I'm like we all know where this is going see um, um I just want to before we move past this scene it, mm, Owen is a sucker for a pretty face yes because he was trying to be good he was trying to be good and not saying that he was genuinely trying. And she formed her way in. And he is a scurver pretty face. And I guess merit points for trying. Right. <laughs> it's like merit points for trying. Yeah. Also, he okay, cannot lie for shit. No, he can't. He's terrible at it. He's like probably the worst liar of them all. So bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ugh. It's. He yeah, I I definitely see what you're saying, Grace. I definitely feel like he was trying to be good. Mm-hmm. I also think he has a forgiving heart and easily believes people when they give him a story. I think he truly good. wants to believe the best in people. I right, know, and that's like and one so... of the worst traits to have. Like, yeah. it really is. And like, speaking I... as someone else who also. I like I'm a realist, but I'm optimistic realist. I'd like to believe the best in people. I'm willing to give people the benefit of the doubt. I... But also my realist side comes from knowing that people just aren't like that. I've had to wake up to the real world plenty of times. He'll put you on the rose colored glasses as long as he can believe someone's good. Yeah. yeah. I feel like me as a person, like I will give you the benefit of the doubt unless you make me prove that otherwise. But I also feel mm-hmm. like, I don't know, just in the past, like, I don't know, like, people have done things. So I've always been like, you have to prove yourself a lot. Not mm-hmm. necessarily anymore, but there are definitely times with, like, certain types of people where I'm like, okay, you're gonna have to prove yourself a lot to, like, get there. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, the next scene was, like, comedy gold. <laughs> Like, I love this scene. And I was laughing a couple hours ago because literally something like this happened. Not like something like this happened like at home. And I will explain this after we talk about the scene because it is kind of funny. And I just started laughing about thinking about this scene. And I'm like, oh my God, this reminds me of Waltzar last night. But basically, Paul is uh, apparently trying to find a thief who ate his pudding cup not just his pudding cup his last pudding cup it's very important <laughs> stuff guys See, this is the drama that actually goes down in the firehouse it's like what happened earlier unrealistic this this is the stuff i actually expect to happen <laughs> right yeah oh, for yeah. sure like yeah for sure um so yeah apparently somebody ate his last pudding cup and he's like you guys know i get grumpy if i don't get my my sweet treats it's <laughs> relatable um and I loved like all everyone's comments because like Mateo's like uh, like don't you think you're overacting and Paul's just like no yeah. <laughs> and Nancy's like being like she's trying to be quiet but she's like I'd say Grumpy is like officially arrived and Paul's like I heard that <laughs> of course he did of course he like did. seriously yeah, just did. stay quiet until he finishes right and Carlos is like. I should get back to patrol and Paul's like, I don't hear no radios squawking. (laughs) (laughs) And Paul says how nobody's leaving until the culprit is a mask. And TK's like, how do you you know it wasn't somebody from B-Shift? And Paul just says how, like, the guy in 
B shift. Like he always takes out the trash before they even like they get there. And like Paul like is accusing TK of deflecting, and TK is just laughing like, okay. Mm-hmm. And Marjan's like the guy from B shift, Greg. Greg like he could have forgotten to take out the trash, and and Paul's just like, well, your fingerprints are all over this, and Marjan's like, I didn't eat your pudding cup, okay? And Paul's they like, all know that this would happen if it did. So that's why the real reason why no one in the firehouse is an actual suspect. Yeah. So Paul is just like, I know you didn't, um, but you micromanaged. Your micromanagement is key to solving who did it. I'm like, oh god. And apparently the trash and recycle bins were switched. And Paul's like, I know you guys recycle. And Paul's like, um, so the guilty party is somebody who didn't know the bins were switched. And Paul's like, that leaves one suspect. Isn't that right, Officer Reyes? <laughs> laughing and he's like come on paul take off your tinfoil hat and i'm like throwback to when carlos said that to his dad in 211 during the Mm. exodus oh yeah i completely forgot that was the thing (laughs) yeah (laughs) engraved in my brain Mm. as most of these storylines are those there's those few i forget Mm -hmm. but they're like the minor ones but there's just like when it happens to when it's okay you know when it's revolving a tarlos scene you know i'm gonna remember every single little detail (laughs) to the to the t to what they were wearing to like the littlest things <laughs> that's mm-hmm. just it it's just who i am and so then like then it's like it wasn't carlos was it carlos wait and then carlos is like he's right it was me and everyone gasps and tk's like wait babe <gasps> wait, babe and carlos hey. is just like i could say i thought it was community but that would be a lie the truth is i was peckish and i wanted pudding and i didn't care who's pudding i had to take in order to get it and you know what it was delicious and he's getting so close to it as he's saying this and paul's like you're a monster and okay like he was totally playing him like everyone was so much it was so funny and but then like paul's interrupted by like owen needing him but like my thing was is like is like yeah carlos is totally playing on but there were also a few people that weren't in the room at the time and i'm like and i even to this day i'm trying to piece it in my brain like this is such a minor thing like who cares but also i care and i'm like who could have done it am i the only reasonable conclusions i've come to is it had to be like one of like either baby charlie or like one of tommy's girls like accidentally ate it or something right. not knowing like it had to be a kid or something mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. secretly yeah. i just say it's judd i was gonna say that and he too. deliberately staged it to look like someone outside <laughs> i know judd would do this <laughs> he would but I was like, it has to be like I'm like, there's a couple people that were here. There, Paul, you might want to call them over. And like, yeah, this is like this was comedy gold. But like it was funny though, because a few hours ago, my mom was like, Who ate this this um meatless burger? And I'm like, it wasn't me. And then I'm like, it had to be my dad or my brother. And my they're like, I didn't eat it. And my dad's like, I don't remember if I ate anything. <laughs> and I start laughing. They're like, What? And I'm like, never mind, you guys wouldn't get it. But this literally <laughs> reminded me of this scene. And I was like, uh art imitating life like what what what's going on right yeah that was that was honestly probably like my favorite scene of the episode 
possibly. <laughs> it was it was it was just too good. And then we see Grace, Tommy, and then like Tommy's girls at like at church with so, like at Bible study with some of the other like ladies at the church and stuff. And this was um something. So like after like Bible study is over, like Tommy's standing there with her daughters and trevor comes up and apparently he had left his laundry in the dryer at their house or whatever and when he went to take them for them they fell to the ground and all the women saw and of course we all know how (laughs) how catty some people could be yep and in a church yeah exactly exactly (laughs) what i was just about to say and one of the women said, how will that answers one question? The reverend is filling her with more than the Holy Spirit. And this is when I literally... I just, died. <laughs> I did too. But I also I'm wasn't laughing. really paying attention. I was half paying attention because I was like, oh dear. Same. This, and honestly, this wasn't as cliche as I thought it was going to be with there's more of a literature storyline but overall i didn't it wasn't as cliche i was really like oh this is such a dumb storyline it's gonna be so cliche like oh my god that's so stupid but well grace was standing right there next to him when they said it too so she heard it and i was like her face of oh right did not it's just priceless right yeah and like they're like looking at each other smiling and it's just like okay that's weird and so petty so petty and i'm just like okay well that was uh that was something but yeah here's the thing they weren't being discreet no they were not no all anyone had to do was look to the side and be like "Eh," and then they would be like oh something is going on there which is not his business but like the fact that it's just topped off by his so I'm not sure if women that I expect to be in their at least 40s or 50s they were maybe even older than that. I thought older. I thought older but I also wasn't paying that much attention to them if I'm being honest. It's just really immature and petty. It's like have you never seen have you never seen underwear before? That was my thought. Like Like, I'm like seriously have you never literally like that's just like so immature like yeah come on grow up i can i know that it's not necessarily any of their business but i also get from the church standpoint kind of the front of the church (laughs) like he's not Mm. just a member so they are kind of held to a higher standard and so i'm surprised they haven't announced it to the church yet that they've been seeing each other because that should have been what they did first off but I mean, we'll keeping get to it, it quiet later, looks but... a bit more suspicious yeah. so then right. when things also, happen it does make it looks more suspicious i also but get also, tommy's point of view because it's yeah, also right. none of their damn business agreed it's none of their yeah. business, and i'm also someone who keeps things like that private simply because yeah. i for one thing what what if they announce it and two weeks later they broke up right. that's just a lot more drama than everyone and there's kids been. involved not exactly kids involved exactly yeah, it was it was something. Um, but then we get Grace and Tommy talking about it at the call center, which I get it. They always have all their talks there, but also it felt some of the things they were talking about it felt a little bit weird because they're just sitting yeah. in the break room, which is literally anybody right. could walk at any time. And obviously, like you know, the illusion of nobody's really gonna walk in, <laughs> but like also like it could happen. 
and it just it, it was yeah. a little weird like and stuff. again why does everything have to happen at work i know like, <sighs> that's weird like i like this okay. is one co- like conversation they could have had anywhere else i would yeah. never have any conversation like that at work i can tell you what yeah that would i've had interesting conversations at work but they're said at the I bar after everyone is clocked out and nothing that is said at the bar leaves the bar <laughs> That's right, all, that is the rule. If I say What's anything, at the bar stays at the bar. Yeah, if I say anything, it's literally like, and eh, we got to make sure that we're nobody will hear, or I just don't say it then and there because right. yeah, that's when things get weird. But so, like, Tommy's like, like to Grace because she obviously she, like something is wrong, and Tommy's like, oh, is everything okay? And Grace is like, not really. If I'm being honest, and she like tells Tommy about like what happened, obviously the other day, at, like at church after Bible study and stuff, and and Tommy's laughing about the whole thing, which is a total mood because I love just how unbothered she is about everything. Like right? respect. Like, I get that because, like, I totally am, like, sort of like that in a sense, depending. It depends mm-hmm. who's saying it. But, like, like if I was... one of my close friends, I'd just be like, <laughs> yeah, you want to hear all the, all the details? I will tell you all the details. You're one of my close friends. But if this was, right. like, a random person from work or school or something, I'd be like, <laughs> back off. Right? Well, just if somebody said that to me and I didn't really know them, I wouldn't really care. But if it was, like, somebody I knew, I'd be like, um and tommy's just like oh i gotta hand it to that old bird that's good gosh <laughs> and i'm yeah. just like oh my god and grace is like to tommy like she's more she's more like upset about it than tommy is which is really funny because she's just mm-hmm. like that's not funny and tommy's like yeah it is and grace is just like they can't they can't just be gossiping talking about you and disrespecting you like that and tommy's like yeah who cares and says like you know i care as your friend and how she should care because they are on the the they have a group chat i guess or whatever for the congregation and like whatever and honestly i don't really care about that and he's like um like remember when i brought you my concerns about like you know dating our pastor and Mm -hmm. grace says like and you told me just let um like hens cluck and grace is like yeah and i meant that but like i don't want to hear that like i don't want to hear them (laughs) talking you about that um like at least not in front of me right and i'm like that's fair and tommy's like if it makes you so uncomfortable, then you should say something to like Grace and ta- and Grace is just like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna do it. Like she keeps saying that she's gonna do it. She's like, yeah, I'm going to. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna say something. Yeah, yeah. Like she keeps hyping herself up. Like yeah, I'm gonna say something. And I relate to that so much because there's so many times where I say, oh yeah, I'm gonna talk about this or I'm gonna like, I'm gonna address this. And I do I ever do it? No. All right. Like, I usually let things bottle up until, like, they literally start coming out. And I'm like, oh, oh here we go. And, um, yeah, so, like, then this was very weird because then Grace casually starts asking Tommy if she is sleeping with their pastor. Mm-hmm. And that was, I don't know, like, the first time I watched it, I was really paying attention to the little details. But whenever you watched it, I was like, ah, that was weird. It was really yeah. weird. I don't I know. Mean, I, like, I don't know. Oh, I know they're close friends friends and like you only you only feel comfortable enough you should only feel comfortable enough to even 
try asking that to someone who's a close friend. But you also, right. A, you're not entitled to know that. I, Grace knows this. She just wants the answer. And mm, it was weird. I get it was meant well. A little weird, honestly. It was it just, weird. My one thing with it is, like, personally for me, I, like, that was me. I'd be like, that is nobody's damn business. Like, I don't, if you want to, you want to spill your life, like, if you want to talk about everything, like, you do you. But, like, me personally, I'm like, mm-hmm. mm, that's nobody's business. Right. Nobody's business except your own. And, exactly. Like, just let, let her tell on her own time. Yeah, like, it would be one thing if Tommy said. Like, I don't think you should. Like, I get, she was, like, so nonchalantly asking to the point that it was just, like, Tommy was, like, oh. Like, (laughs) it was just, I don't know, it was a little weird. Like, I kind of wish they had taken that part out of it. Mm -hmm. Because everything they were talking about was fine until, like, they got to this. And this is when I was, like, okay, this conversation is not safe for work. Right. <laughs> yeah, the whole whole conversation now. <laughs> like when we got to that point, that was like really what crossed crossed lines. So I was like, okay, this is this has gone like this conversation has gone off the rails. Yep, yep, yeah, that was mm-hmm. interesting for sure. And we see Paul, I guess, starting investigating at like Kendra's house. Obviously, it's like a friggin' manor, but you know. Um, and so he's looking at like the cryo machine and he's looking at everything like interesting and so paul like figures out how he was like incapacitated in there he was dosed like 30 minutes before which doesn't point away from kind of like well that doesn't point away from me and then like paul knows security cameras and says how like they need to look at the footage and then the dog brady is like whining and Kendra just thinks it's because he misses brett and i'm okay i was like no 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 no. that is not a i miss i miss my human wine that is like i need help wine Yes, exactly. Like, that was pretty obvious. And I don't know. I Maybe that's pretty obvious because I've had dogs literally, like, my whole life. But so maybe if you've never owned a dog, you you don't. But, like, to me, that was very obvious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm, clearly. And, yeah, grief can do weird things, too. And can sometimes make sickness. But he didn't look all that good. Right. No. Yeah, like, for sure. And so Kendra... Like, she then finds a birthday present or whatever from Brett, I guess, because her birthday was coming over something, and, okay, that's weird. And Paul looks, like, out the window, and the rangers are pulling up, and it's like, no shit, you literally, because, like, when they came to her house, they, it was like, he was like, oh, there's her car, and then she pulls out in a totally different car, like, It's stuff and it's like oh yeah i saw that coming and i was like oh great and so yeah so like then like yeah they pull like out and stuff and like yeah that was i was like that was so stupid but also i saw that coming the whole time oh yeah because yeah it was so dumb <laughs> but i i liked how paul was like there was no like like marks inside like no scratch marks or like him struggling to get out the only like issues were where they opened it up with the halligan the like crime right. machine. it was yeah, cool exactly. that he was like make that point that you know like he was already probably either incapacitated or dead by the time like so he didn't like try to fight his way out so i'm like here like i love how paul's doing his thing and he's he's going through all the motions and Mm -hmm. 
Yes, we love it. Um, But then they managed to get to Owens, which, okay. And so, yeah, Paul... I Owen, he will find you there. <laughs> I know, exactly. Right. Um, So, like, Paul, Owen, and Kendra are, like, at Owens looking over the footage. Mm-hmm. And Paul is, like, still thinking that, um, like, he was poisoned 30 to 40 minutes before he, he got in the cryo chamber. Um, And there was, like, nobody else in the house. And Owen thinks that they should expand the timeline because maybe the poison was slower acting for whatever reason. And mm. Owen's like, um, let's go back to the beginning and look at everything. And then there was a knock at the door. And Owen's like, oh, well, that's... <laughs> That's my. That's our time. The moment the knock happened, I, <laughs> I was like, oh, knew. Lord. I knew. Oh yeah. I, <laughs> I know. I think everyone knew, like, and stuff. Um, I'm like, and he's chatting on the phone, like. Yeah, Gabriel calls them too, and he's like, "Oh, I'm just running errands. I'm about to get Thai food." I'm like, "Oh, and you're an idiot. He's at your door." <laughs> right. <laughs> and I Gabriel. You. He's holding it. And Owen's just like, he starts saying, How can I help? Oh, you, you're at my door. And he asks his food or whatever. And the delivery driver was like admiring the car. And Kim was just like, Oh boy. The car that Paul, Owen, and Kendra may or may not have left her house in. (laughs) They 100% sure did. Yeah. <laughs> Owen's like, and then one's like, oh, what do I owe owe you? And he's like, uh, how about we just start with an explanation? <laughs> Gabriel, so he goes in the house with Owen, and Paul's like, I got something, and like, um, he's like, and this is when like Gabriel's like, you know, Major Gabriel Reyes, um, and Gabriel's just like, you recruited one of your firefighters into this mess, and Owen's like, he sees things. <laughs> which i does i wanted him to question a little bit like a little bit just because i wanted him to be like excuse me and gabriel Mm -hmm. says like how julie kendra oh you're a hard woman to like find and he says her phone is off and he's like he looks to owen and as he should look at owen and he's like yeah yeah, of course it is Mm -hmm. like he knows he knows right and paul shows like so then paul shows gabriel the footage and how like Brett left for the walk with the dog and came back and he wasn't hit hard like it was definitely not going into him like then but like the dog oh my god the poor dog mm-hmm. oh, like oh why does god. the dog have to suffer everyone else right. can suffer why does the dog have to yeah, yeah was... i know i literally i'm like one of those people where like i this is terrible but like i'm like i really don't care if you hurt a person but if you're a dog i'm literally going to find oh, you right oh same you can do mm, i will like sacrifice every person in order to save an animal because they yeah. are too precious and pure for this world i love dogs more than humans this <laughs> episode mm-hmm. this episode needed one of those um uh no animals were harmed in the making of this show or something like that like warning i know shows never do that though yeah yeah it's all i feel like know. it's just implied that like you know the dog was acting um and Owen's like, and no, this is when Owen starts to figure out, oh, that's not a sad dog. That's a sick dog. And I'm like, no shit. I could have told right. you that. Yeah. Like, I could have told you that the second I did tell you that the second I saw the dog. Um, and Owen had like been throwing out theories, and Gabriel told him, like, you know, I said that to you. Right. <laughs> so like, 
saying so like because you know paul had a series and gabriel's like so you you think the killer poisoned brett and the dog and no one's like let's ask him and they all look at him like he <laughs> is crazy because he is crazy and owen's like oh and take him to the vet like owen you're so dumb so and like and Gabriel's look to Owen was like, I think I've seen Carlos give that exact same look oh to TK God. before. So. <laughs> my father like son in that. Oh gosh, yes. I'm literally going to look up. Literally, I'm making mashups. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah, this definitely has happened. But like, I don't know. TK is, it's a whole nother story for another day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could let it go into that for like literally 20 minutes. TK is just like I don't know. It's cute when TK does it. When Owen does right. it, I'm like, you idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a bit. So then, um, Tommy and Trevor's day date. This was interesting, and honestly, yeah. it just cleared up mm-hmm. a lot of things and stuff. And like, this was all cute until they started bringing up the women from church. Right. And she tells him what Grace overheard. And Trevor is like, oh, well, this is bad. And he explains that the reason why he actually left Kansas was because something had happened there um, between like the pastor there and his wife. Like there were so many rumors. It was nasty. It was embarrassing for him. It was embarrassing, obviously, for his daughter Melody. And like it was humiliating. And but it all ended up being true. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, that's what happened there. And so, like, they cleared up, like, a lot of stuff with that. And then, like, Tommy yeah. says how basically, like, like, you know, like, don't let them do this to you. Like, because he's like, well, this is really bad for me. And, like, you know, don't let the, the hens at church win, which you shouldn't. And, like, it was so, like, I didn't really realize until Tommy was talking later that, like, this ended weird. Like, I didn't honestly think much of it. I was just like, oh, okay, it ended. But, like, people were but, like, she was like, oh, like, he basically broke up with me. And I'm like, oh, is that what happened? I was so confused. Well, and I, yeah, so finding out that Trevor's wife was cheating on him with somebody else at their church was kind of like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. But it makes so much sense. Then he It makes so much this, sense, yeah. Yeah, then the, he, they, he repeated the scripture that they used to him when they fired him because... Um, he couldn't handle his household at home and I was like oh god yeah I, I, like, I, can, I, can, I can so, much, say so much but I'm not going I'm not going to say it. I'm not gonna go there um, but what I will say is that if he didn't want things to happen and he didn't want people talking should have been doing it behind people's backs and letting them assume or think things again he probably should have said something a little sooner even if it was just to the staff of the church that he and her had started dating <laughs> Like right. not the whole church, but just like enough that like, oh yeah, we know <laughs> or something. Yeah. I kind of <laughs> get I ahead get of the rumors and lies. Yeah. It would have yeah. been smart, but also I kind of get it because they deserve mm-hmm. their privacy. True. And like even if it was the head of the church, you don't know like what these people could have done. And I know he didn't know them when they started dating. Right. He had like mm-hmm. just started there. Yeah. Who knows if they would have started r- more rumors? You really never know. Exactly. So honestly, it was it was going to be tough either way. I did get the vibe from him when he left her house that he was saying it was over. I was kind of getting that vibe. Yeah, yeah. I honestly didn't think about it much, but then later I was like, "Wait, what?" I don't know. Like I understand it, but like it's also like, 
Wait, what? Yeah, he clearly was backing up. And, like, I, I'm not mad about it, is the thing. Like, I understand it's understandable. why. Especially, you know, he just got to a new church. It's not like he's even established there. He presumably was established at his other church, and they still flipped it on him. So, yeah, it it's certainly messed up. Um, definitely feel bad for him. Like, it sucks for Tommy, too. It sucks for the kids, you know, because more people are involved, but understandable. Right. So then we go to the vet, and they're all in the waiting room, and Owen's reading this pamphlet, apparently, about bearded dragons. And he's yeah. like, hey, that's interesting. And Paul's like, what? And Owen's like, you can feed feed your bearded dragons live grub. And the, he's like, the boys just got one bearded dragon. They hate feeding feeding it live crickets. I'm like, hmm, who, hate, who hates that? I think I know. Carlos, is that you? Um, And Owen asks Gabriel if he's met him. He's like the bearded dragon, not Carlos, obviously. And I'm like, oh my god, Owen. Owen. He's nervous. He's obviously nervous. No, not even that. It's just so typical for him. Like I was expecting him to say that. I think he just Gabriel was literally staring him down the whole time, as he should. Like I'm happy he is. Like he was just so. He was, done, he was done with this shit and i just like, can't believe him and like you know gabriel's looking at him like <laughs> okay and he's like i know what you're trying to do don't bother i'm not here as your consuego in law i'm here purely on on business and owen's just like wait what <laughs> like what did <laughs> you say and gabriel has to like to explain that that means in law but the english really doesn't do it justice and the fact comes comes out um and apparently like brady isn't hemorrhaging or vomiting he has like depressed respirations and impaired motor function the vet usually sees that in farm dogs and owen's like farm dogs what usually gets them sick and the vet's like pesticides does that sound like something he could have got into and kind of thinking and um this is when she looks a little panicked and gabriel's like is there something you want to tell us right and yeah yeah, that's when we get to where kendra brings them to which is apparent like apparently he had a greenhouse or whatever with these all these weird ass plants like it was so weird like like yeah so they're looking at his greenhouse or whatever yeah there's all these weird ants and paul then is looking at you see him pay attention to the bolt cutters and you're like okay what does this mean right we all had a moment of going hmm what does this mean right literally um and gabriel yeah and gabriel found like some pesticides and owen's like that's the murder weapon and gabriel's like maybe and owen's just like what do you mean maybe like (laughs) <laughs> this is like <laughs> Owen not being good at investigating how he's just not <laughs> and Gabriel's like oh well um like they kind of like then they found like Paul found something and Gabriel's like oh well I'll have like forensics sweep the place and test any toxins against what we found in Brett's system and Paul is like it's gonna be a match I know who the killer is and 
says how it was brought and gabriel's like that's an interesting theory how do you figure that and paul says how like the security footage showed him leaving the house this morning like the morning of his death um returning an hour later and paul thinks that he came here and he filled the mystery bottle with the toxin and since he was using his like non-dominant obviously since his dominant was like injured that was like the Mm -hmm. That was the arm that was hurt. Um, He poured it all over himself, obviously. And this toxin didn't, like, it wasn't one that needed to be ingested. It could literally just seep through, through his skin, like, to be poisoned. And it got in the dog because he pet the dog, even though he, he rubbed most of the chemicals off, but he also rubbed them into his own system, which is why it killed him Mm -hmm. a lot faster than it hurt the dog. And, like, Paul says how... You know, it's like more than a theory. And then, you know, Gabriel's like, well, that's interesting. And I'm like, I was like, yeah, and we have a witness, the dog. And the dog didn't, you know, obviously that, like we said, the dog didn't like get into the poison. It got into him basically, which is so like, and like, that's the, that's all that, that's, that is why like the dog didn't get as sick. And like, as I'm also fast. glad they did the whole like pet thing like it was from mm-hmm. Brett touching because you see the dog bowls underneath i'm like oh that's i got into the dog bowls i was yeah, like oh no he up. ingested it which would have been so much worse right it would um, eat a stomach no no it, it, it still made the dog sick but the dog is going to be okay yes exactly <laughs> right um all i care about is the dog at this point i know when i because they they like they showed the water bowls and i was like oh shit Mm -hmm. and then i was like okay it's skin okay that makes me feel like that feels terrible to say that makes me feel a little bit better but i think everyone knows what i mean by that yeah Yeah, like ingesting a poison is always worse than having to touch you yeah Um, like it still sucks but internally it does so much more damage right and paul's like i don't even think like he realized how bad it was like brett um but then he like froze to death and paul's like um like who are you calling and gabriel's like the lab and the medical examiner yeah this is when this this stuff started getting so good you were like oh damn yeah. wait what mm-hmm. and then we get like tommy talking to judd and grace i honestly didn't realize grace was there until they showed her and i was like oh okay i'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. like, i was like oh we're getting tommy and judd okay um i and- love this yeah and Judd's like i guess what happened in kansas was pretty bad and she like tommy is like well it did end in divorce and cause him to relocate to another state and tommy says like to grace like you're right gossip is like gossip is just not great it's like it's terrible and it doesn't matter yeah exactly and it doesn't matter if it's true or not i mean we may as well have done the deed for all the good our restraint did us um grace her face and tommy's like yes yes still pure and i'm like see to me like it doesn't really matter Mm -hmm. like i get why it's being made a point but i'm also like it really doesn't matter and she's like adults in nobody's business exactly i think they're well past worrying about the also they've both been married before Not that it matters, but I'm just saying, like, they both have kids, they both have been married before, they both have a past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not to mention the stuff that happened last season that shall not be named. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it took me a second <laughs> to figure about that, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I, was oh, yeah. I was like, I hope you guys got that. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, it took me a second, but I remembered. Hmm. I'm not gonna clarify, so if you're confused, <laughs> just go rewatch last season. Oh, don't. Or don't. It doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect my day. <laughs> We're not speaking about that. Maybe not. <laughs> Basically. Uh, I mean, then Tommy says how, like, she might have to start shopping for, like, new home church, and Grace and Judd are just like, no. And Tommy says how, like, she can't go back there, and Tommy brings up, like, they're being dumped, and I'm like, <laughs> I was low-key confused. I was like, wait, what? what happened? Wait, when did that happen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was kind of one of those moments where, like, I just was, like, it was just, like, there were so many, like, there was, there were literally, like, two pretty much storylines in this episode, but they were both, like, a lot was happening in them, so, like, yeah. it was bound for yeah. me to be like, wait, what? And then Tommy says how, like, he couldn't even look at her, um, and, like, can I really go back there, like, every week, seeing him look at her? And I'm like, yeah, that's a lot. See, and I think that's really um, important to mm. emphasize how important a home church is. Like, having grown up religious and everything, when you're trying to worship, when you're trying to be immersed in your religion, in your God, it's, how are you supposed to do that when you're uncomfortable? right exactly and it's like it's hard enough if you go to the same church as your ex but when your ex is the pastor that's yeah how are you supposed to be comfortable when literally the the, the point of turmoil is right on that that pulpit yeah it's not to be underestimated how important being comfortable is so like yeah understandably john and Grace being like no you shouldn't change it but at the same time if they really did split up and this was the like end of everything mm, no you maybe should not out of shame but for your own comfort right exactly so yeah. yeah i yeah i know someone who had to leave the church she was attending because her ex came back and it was tough so i can yeah it's yeah. it's not easy and so you have to make decisions at certain times so i can understand why she was thinking of making that decision yeah i totally understand that like it's tough it really is but then we move on to um gabriel telling like paul owen and kendra that the pesticides that were found in brett were a match and not only that but the forensics lab just like they found traces of it like on the sling on the stuff gas he had he was wearing and Owen's like which means he poured it on himself which is exactly what Paul said and Gabriel was like to Paul you knocked this out of the park firefighter Strickland and Owen's like I told you he was the best and I totally wanted Gabriel to be like hey like kind of into it when <laughs> he said to Owen like oh have you ever thought of like joining the Rangers as a joke I want him to say that to Paul like that I was thinking so that too Paul yeah. is so damn good and like he's right where he should be. Right. Lone Star, like, don't get any ideas. As a joke, I would have loved that. Like that would have been such a good parallel mm -hmm. right. to say. Because he's like, so good. People that have the thing, they do so well with that. Yeah. And Paul, I just love that he finally shined. This is maybe my favorite part of the episode is that he got his time to shine. Exactly. Like exactly. So yeah. So yeah the investigation is like closed on like on kendra it's an it was ruled as an accidental death and then like they like leave or at least try to but Capra's like oh and why don't you stick around for a second and i was like well that proves sometimes our training isn't always 
right? Sometimes when there's smoke, there's no fire. And you you don't have to thank me. This is when I was like, Owen, shut up. But Gabriel, like, respectfully goes off on him, as he should. He should, right? Yeah. And like, like, not with any, like, real Owen hate, but with yeah. wanting to smack Owen upside the head myself, he needed to be knocked off the pedestal a little bit. Exactly. Like you it was bloating, and like I can, if you, if you already hated Owen, I can understand why you would after this scene too. Because mm-hmm. like that made me want to smack him because you're literally gloating about literally. This is so stupid because yeah, it's so dumb of him. But Gabriel's like, thank you, um, like thank you, like what I'd like to do is charge you, and Owen's like, charge me for what? What do you think? And Gabriel's like, how about interfering with an investigation, obstruction of justice? Ex- except if I I wanted to do that, I would have to charge myself because I'm an idiot who trusted a guy not to wag his tongue with confidential information. No one's like, come on, Gab- Gabriel, no justice was obstructed here, and oh. Owen's like, yeah, like Owen's like, we solved the case. And I'm like, Owen, you're literally rubbing it in his face. Like, mm-hmm. you, and Owen is. Here's the thing the law would have gotten it eventually. Because they were mm-hmm. always going to test, like, the sling and the cast, or at least they should have. Mm-hmm. That's what forensic testing is about. It probably would have taken longer, but they likely would have pieced it together. Right. Mm-hmm. And no one's had said to Gabriel, like, you would have got it eventually. And oh, it's like, Owen, like, you... Owen, stop talking. Yeah, stop talking. Like, this is when you should learn to shut up, which I know you have a problem with doing. Like, I'm... I, it's it's it- the truth. We all can acknowledge that. But, like, and it's just like, you're mm-hmm. rubbing everything in this space. Like, that's just not... That's not cool. That's, like, not what you do. Like, you're mm-hmm. gloating, and it's just... It's not... It's not good. Mm-hmm. And, like, I loved Gabriel's last iconic line was, like... Yes like it or not you and me were going to be related soon so let's get one thing clear the next time you decide to go behind my back you better have the cojones to do it to, to mm-hmm. my face see you at the wedding yes gabriel we yes. love you owen needed it owen needed to hear it yeah he, he did he needed somebody to call him out because not everyone will call him out honestly. and gabriel is the best person to call him out as a peer he is oh the yeah best. he oh. is the best and him. like you know, I, I'm not an Owen hater or anything. I I like Owen most of the time. But just like this episode was one I really wanted to smack him upside the head about. Yeah, and also a little bit the writers too, because I sometimes I feel like they're really trying to make him hateable. They just make him a dumbass, which yes, he is a dumbass. But like, there's a fe- dumbass affectionate, and then there's it was cute in the first one. two seasons, but now we're on season four, and I'm like, can you not do this anymore? Because this is why people hate him. And like, I'm I'm not an I'm a little annoyed of Owen. Not like saying I hate him, but he's also not my favorite. He would be at the bottom of my list if we're looking at everyone. Yeah, That's not to say he's a bad. There are plenty of people that would rank after. Like, That's I still what like I mean. Him, but he's low on the list of people I like. I like him on a good day. There's just things he do that really irk me, where I'm just like, really, really. This is but, just like, this is just, just one of those. Days. It's just who he is. One yeah. of those episodes where it's not a good day. Right. It's not a good day. Like Owen Strand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i i really like i loved gabriel in this and i love yes. him calling owen out because i feel like father to father he's like of all the people in his life owen's life to call him out gabriel's probably the best one to do it uh-huh yeah so Absolutely. i think well deserved 
because Owen needed to realize what he did was wrong. And had it been any other ranger, Owen and Kendra and Paul would have all been charged with something. I feel like they always say they're going to charge somebody with obstruction, but they never actually do it, though. (laughs) Unless you're, like, unless you're holding a fugitive, which technically they... Well, technically not, but technically suspect. Mm-hmm. But like, unless you're holding a fugitive, like harboring a fugitive, that's the only time I feel like they actually do it. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's always just a threat. Enough of it will get like swatted down or kind of. No, it wouldn't go anywhere unless right. it's seriously obstructed. Right. Exactly. So again, unless they were literally harboring a fugitive, like if Kendra was on the run, this would be a much different story. Yeah. Like if they had all been on the run, which that was so stupid. But she was a suspect, which still not not great, but she wasn't wanted. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But then with like this whole thing like starts we start getting close to the end because Kendra shows up at Owens with apparently the gem that apparently she got gifted from Brett for her birthday and they this is when they agree to be friends and I'm like can we even say that but like no can you please go you just go yeah exactly and only reason I wanted Kendra to be guilty was for her to leave I know I don't I don't want a redemption that's my thing. I don't want her to be redeemed. I just, I don't like that type of character. I don't really want Owen to date. I don't really want to see that. To be honest, I would literally rather see everyone else date on the show than him. I would um, rather see Nancy and Mateo. Now that says something. Seeing as I don't a like lot. them. Because honestly, every scene in this episode, I was like, I'm not putting that line in because that's kind of gross. Just because I don't, we don't like them. I know some people do, but like, I'm sorry. I just can't get on board. Like sometimes I don't like chips at first, but then I'm like, oh wait, they're kind of growing on me. Okay. I'm sorry, but they're never going to grow on me. That's just the fact of the matter. I can semi, I can tolerate them at this point in time. And that's because they're in the background. Exactly. If they ever did like a heavy episode with them, I'd just be like, hmm, smacks head against wall. I would Buck Taylor. I can't take another. That's basically my thought. (laughs) To say my level of hatred for Kendra and Kendra and Owen together, I would see Buck and Taylor get back together before I had no. And that says something. No, that's a big no. No, she did so much wrong. Oh, she did so much wrong. But that says something about how much I hate them. Uh, yeah. I would actually just that's the only one where I'm like okay I actually disagree about that one <laughs> that's fair nah but yes she she brings over this gym or whatever and that was we'll come back to that so then mm. we get the 126 hang which love that love that love that. I love that because we saw the pictures of this and I was like hmm I wonder what's happening here mm. or at least we saw the Tarlos one so and like so, right. Tiki's like like saying how like let's make a special one to, um one to six toast to the man of the hour, Paul. And Paul's just like, you guys don't have to do do that. And Carlos Carlos is like, yes, we do. You got an, an innocent woman out of jail. Raise a glass in your honor. And Tiki's like, and not for nothing, you saved my dad's love life. And I'm like, Tk, nobody cares about your dad's love life. Sorry, bestie. <laughs> like sorry but like we really wanted your dad's love life to be dead like (laughs) nope not here for it um and tk's like to paul like 
and, he, and Marjan's like too like you see it all like um like you yeah you see it all and I was like thank you and Marjan is like you, you know like Paul is still like kind of not like he's definitely trying to figure something out he's she's like you don't seem fine like what's eating at you and paul says how like you you know when you just finish a puzzle and there's still a missing piece and carlos mm-hmm. is like yeah so what's the missing piece and paul's like figure it out and so then they're like all talking and and stuff and like nancy says something along the lines of like brett being an odd duck but he seemed like a nice guy tk's like yeah i mean he rotates his wife's tires now that's true love and he looks at carlos and carlos is clearly thinking other things as you know the police officer the mm-hmm. you know soon to be detective right <laughs> um the yeah the detective at heart like he's clearly mm-hmm. And then this is when Paul realized that realizes it was it, it's her birthday, and he comes to the conclusion, and he starts calling Owen. And this is when they're literally they have the gin lily poured, and Paul says like you know tell Kendra not to open the birthday present. He says how he thinks Brett was trying to kill her all this time, and Paul says tell her not to drink it. And Owen's like oh she did, and Paul's just like oh she's with you. And then, of course, this is when she starts collapsing, and she's like, oh, I don't, I don't feel, she's trying to say, like, oh, I don't feel so good, and this is when Paul, like, tells Mateo to, like, you know, you need to call an ambulance to, and get them to go to Owen's house, and Paul, like, gives the phone down to Nancy and TK so they can, like, talk to Owen and see, like, how she's doing, which obviously is not good, and, like, so they can walk him through what he's supposed to do mm-hmm. and i'm like watching this and i honestly didn't know this could go one of two ways but i was like she right. looks very dead like she is very dead like that was yeah. my whole thing and i i was like this does not look good so like if that's the outcome i wouldn't be surprised um and owen's like like then owen starts doing rescue breaths and tk's like no like she already has the poison obviously on her lips from drinking it right and owen's owen's like we'll tell them they're gonna have two victims and i'm just like no and you can tell tk's kind of like he's calm but he's also totally freaking out on the inside because he's just like dad no 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 he keeps saying no and like i loved like when we got like this whole like weird this scene gave me chills but it was like a weird montage because the cute part of it was like carlos comforting tk he was like rubbing his back because tk is totally stressed like what the heck is Mm -hmm. gonna happen to my dad like am i gonna lose another parent kind of thing and like then like you know then of course like they get Kendra breathing again and then owen passes out and stuff so and then like they wake up in the hospital and Owen, this is, she's just like Kendra's there and she's like, Oh, how are you? And he's like, I'm busy. And like she mentions how he she gave him basically the kiss of death. And it's like, no kidding. And then and then they're gonna kiss again. And like Paul's like, <clears throat> and I love that because then we see Paul Tika and Carlos, and I love how Ruin Ruin was like the trio. And it's- Owen's like, Oh, and there's three of them. And Owen says how, like, Owen's like, well, walk me through this one more time. Time, And Paula's like, which part is confusing? And Owen's like, the beginning and some of the middle and the end. And I'm like, Owen, oh, oh, my God. And to be t- fair, it is certainly his story. <laughs> and it also allows us to get the whole. Right. I know. I'm not mad about it. I just, oh, it's yeah. like, really, it's Owen? Funny. 
it's funny because it's so it's it's so typical like it's not it's even Owen. dumb it's just typical Owen and I even love TK being like come on dad it's so simple and Carlos is like I had no trouble following it you're also <laughs> like an, an officer so Owen, like, you're not Owen Carlos you are a police officer and also you're routinely one of the smartest people of the room. Right. You're also a Rangers yeah. kid, so I have so many things <laughs> I assume about you. Right. Um. So yeah, and even Kendra was like, I thought it was pretty forward when he told me about it. And Owen's like, so Owen's like, you're saying Paul's theory was all wrong, and Paul's like, no, my theory was rock solid. And Owen's like, so you're saying there was no murderer? And Paul's like there wasn't and Owen's like why am I in a hospital bed and Paul's <laughs> like are you dead and Owen's like well that's that's a good point and Paul mm. says how like basically Brett was a would-be killer he tried and failed more than once and Owen's like how do you know and Paul says how like the bolt cutters and Owen's confused by that and that's like when paul explained that brad wasn't rotating kendra's tires because obviously he had a lot of money and he could have just hired somebody to do it which even mm-hmm. i'm surprised i didn't even think about that but honestly we weren't thinking about the, all of this stuff last week we're, <laughs> we're also not used to thinking like rich people <laughs> none of us are rich so like i honestly didn't think of it because if i have anything done in my car like yeah i actually and this is kind of funny but like i have a friend like a family like a friend who literally would do anything to his car but only just for being cheap right <laughs> he would but like um yeah so yeah so like so brett wasn't rotating her tires because he was trying he was like trying to you know rotate him he was doing it because he was trying to cut her brake line which i'm like oh shit i didn't even think about anything like that and after paul long question where did the bolt cutters go the little montage you saw him throwing them so he must have grabbed him when his arm got stuck and you could see like a little clip of him his hand throwing him off to the side so they weren't in his near him when he when the paramedics got there gotcha okay i missed that part of the montage then I did too. Only because I was I was like, for wait, it. where did they go then? Yeah, I wasn't honestly thinking that far ahead, like where did they go? Because honestly I didn't think about that until now. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't in my like I guess my peripheral. So yeah, and Paul and like Kendra had said like after Paul walked her through it, she checked with her me- mechanic and confirmed it that like he got them. Which I'm like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. And Paul's like, oh, like and Paul's like saying how like oh he was like, why would he buy her an expensive bottle of gin for her birthday if he's trying to kill her and Owen's like well that was his second attempt and I'm like yep and until like Paul figured that the bottle circumference of the ring stain that was on his work table was like the same and stuff so it was like such a detective move I know like I was looking at that and I'm like Hmm, that's interesting, but that's probably all I thought. And then I didn't Paul, notice it. I noticed it, but I was like, hmm, like that's weird. That was my only thought. And then Paul was like, the, like I was the only thing I was wrong about was like how he spilled the cup, the chemical, like and stuff. But like just what he was spilling it into, like it was a wrong bottle, right. basically. And Owen's just like, "Well, thank God for you, Strickland." And Tiki's asking about motive, and Carlos says, 
how you don't always need to prove motive to close a case and TK's will like yeah but the ending isn't as satisfying as satisfying and I'm like honestly I get that it is true like every time I watch doesn't matter what show it is every time I watch it and it's like oh that's how it ends I'm like slightly disappointed if I'm expecting something I feel like that's with any show though absolutely especially a good murder mystery exactly is a good like this mystery is well done very well done Mm -hmm. like kudos to the writers on that it was really good like and so yeah (laughs) which i felt that was so funny and then paul's like well i mean i can think of like two billion motives and kendra's like it didn't have anything to do with money because she could have easily divorced him and gave him 30 billion i think is what she said Mm -hmm. um and she's like you know he did it because he loved her and he knew she didn't love him anymore and then when Mm -hmm. owen walked into her her life her like her world blew up and i was like okay that was the stupidest thing ever but okay moving on like i get what she was trying to say but i'm like that was so dumb um and gabriel so this is when gabriel walks in saying owen has that effect but then when the chips are down he comes through he says how like the last time i spoke he implied that he was lacking in intestinal fortitude um gabriel says how like clearly he was wrong owen's like yeah i think the word you used was coins and carlos carlos was like yeah that does sound more like you yeah so <laughs> technically gabriel that. that is testicular fortitude, right <laughs> oh, yeah, carlos is, is balls yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and then Gabriel laughs a little at that because it's just like, yeah, I'm ca- being called up by my own son. Okay. And so, and Gabriel's just like, well, eh, peace offering. And he has like wine or something. And he's like, you can check the seal. And Owen's like, I'll do you one better. You can take the first drink. <laughs> I get it, drama. And Owen's like, Gabriel, I think you're going to be a great consuego. And Gabriel's like, me too. And then TK has the same look at his face of like what what the heck is that and carlos has to be like to him it's it's like in-laws and i'm like father like son (laughs) Mm -hmm. like like they were so different but they also they have some things that they're really the same and i want to like i don't know like owen just says like but only better and like gabriel's little smirk i was i loved how they ended that like they didn't make things like they didn't be make it like oh you at the wedding which would have been fine if they didn't see each other again until the wedding but like i liked that they this is when they see each other and they kind of like amended things, I guess. Yeah, like Gabriel was perfectly within his right to call him out, but also he chose to take the ball that was in his court and make a peace offering. He never, re- other than talking about his uh, intestinal or more like testicular fortitude, he didn't really rescind anything that he said. He was just like, let's move past it. Right. Right. And, and you should. That. Yeah. Like, no need to have. He made his point. He made a good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, will Owen take it or not? Who knows? Probably not. But it, the point was made. And so, no. It's better for everyone all around in this scenario, because it is resolvable, that it is resolved. And I'm happy with it overall. Yeah, I'm very happy with it. I'm really happy how that part like ended. I'm glad that they, like you know, 
they like they ended on a good note i guess is a good way yeah. to put it. i'm mm-hmm. still with the whole theory that we need that owen and tk need to have their own hospital room at the hospital <laughs> oh my oh, god just yeah. on reserve yeah the one forbid they both get hurt at the same time i know right <laughs> Because honestly, if you think about it, the only people at the 126 as of right now that haven't got hurt technically are Tommy and Mateo. Technically, because we do know that Nancy's foot did get run over, so I assume oh, that she's right. yeah. that's why I said technically. Because yes, we didn't see her Fair. in the hospital, but we do know she got hurt, so technically that counts. Tommy and yeah, Mateo are the only two that haven't gotten hurt, <laughs> yeah. And some of them are like three for three. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so good stuff. Um, but we end on the church, and this, this was this was something. Yeah, that's all I can say about it for now. But like, so Grace and Judd and Charlie are there, and then like, you know, the pastor starts talking or whatever, and like, so like, you know, um, he's talking, and then one of the ladies, it was like the ones that was starting, like, you know, starting trouble, starting the rumors. He's like, oh yeah, Lydia, why don't you come up here and like read, um, read this prayer and stuff, and then Tommy walks in like a boss and looking fantastic yes we are mm-hmm. and then tommy like tells lydia like um to like t- to keep her seat and stuff and i'm just like who and then tommy says to like trevor you don't mind if i do the reading today i just feel the holy spirit calling today <laughs> i love her and tommy says how she woke up y- yeah so she woke up this morning and like she had these passages in her in her head and she hopes they will inspire everyone on their fine morning and so tommy starts reading them and so she reads this passage she picked out and it was very like well picked Mm. and tommy makes the point um of i think like she makes the point of like um, of like you know she's really trying to make her point and she's like i'd like to make the point that like god was trying to say like basically if you don't have anything nice to say keep your mouth damn mouth shut and i'm like yes Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and she calls out the woman by name and i'm like well that's very uh that's bold but like i love it and so she she basically yeah she calls them out she's like yep and like tommy says how like and I loved this because she calls them on and says like how there there is plenty of pain and tragedy out in the world and just meanness. And Tommy says how she sees it on the job and she is out there fighting, fighting it. And like oh, when she comes through these doors, like they should leave that like out there and she shouldn't have to fight it in here. And Tommy says how she she won't be shamed and she won't be like driven from this place as which as she should stand her ground stand your ground like you shouldn't be pushed out of any place like it would be one thing if she actually didn't want to be there but you know mm-hmm. there she does have her people at the church like you know right. judd and grace and stuff like right. not to mention like all their daughters go to this church i'm sure they do have people that they know for the church mm-hmm. that they actually like right. that aren't petty bitches so to speak um and stuff and it's just like while she's talking the pastor is trying to get her to stop before because she's calling out their names and he's like no 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 and she's like i'm not done yet (laughs) i love love her like i love just the like 
I love how she just literally, she was like, you're going to act petty. I'm going to act petty, which she called them out as she should. And then, like, it was kind of weird because after all this, he said he loved her and they kind of kissed in front of everyone. And it was, mm. I don't know. It was a little weird because I'm like, I don't know. It was, it was something. Yeah. Here's the thing, well, like, and well, you can go EJ and then I'll say my thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I, I'm glad she did it. I'm glad she stood up there and, and told him off mm-hmm. because I feel like first off, she has a right to stand up for herself yeah. and she has the right to not be talked about behind her back. She did that. She called him out and said, hey, look. And I go in a whole different direction, but yeah, I think, and I think he realized that she was going to fight for him and this mm-hmm. was how he did it. Cause his concern was what if, cause one of the gals, apparently her husband is on one of the boards that were like fire him basically from the church and he doesn't want that to happen again. So he was like, what if she says something to him about it? So it was like, he was panicking. I think he realized that, you know, she was going to fight for him and she wasn't going to let him go which is pretty awesome. I agree. Like, it was interesting my first watch through and honestly, I've had to sit on like this scene a little bit, like figure out different things. Because for one thing, yes, Tommy acts like a badass. I love her. Yes. Slay queen. Um, I also do, I love the subtle reference with her dress because she's in red we made scarlet woman uh references earlier oh yeah yeah i kind of love i don't know if that was intentional but i do feel like it was like it's a nice little nod towards that like my brain kind of had to battle the fact that having grown up in several different churches this would never happen in any church i went to but that doesn't necessarily mean it would it wouldn't in any other churches are different i personally i'm not someone who necessarily agrees with calling someone out by name i'm not mad at her for that like if they're gonna start spreading rumors behind her back then they kind of deserve it yeah i'm just not someone who approves of it generally i'm not like i'm not mad i don't hold it against her i'm like okay Mm -hmm. in this one instance and i'm not gonna like a thing but it's fine and yeah i agree the kiss was a little weird but also it was yeah a little cute. and also i loved his daughter being like yeah dad <laughs> I honestly, know, that was yeah. so cute right um there's just some yeah. bad issues before with her right. accepting the relationship and so that was so cute yeah, exactly yeah i you're right and um i've heard some lessons at church that have um basically not specifically named people but have called out <laughs> situations going on like comments made on social media that they maybe shouldn't be making and you know things I've are doing it. so I, I yeah I, I get what you're saying um but names have not been specifically called out unless the person knows that it's going to happen because you're so, kind yeah. of inviting ridicule by yeah. ridiculing someone to their face right right and, you know and there's been times where there's heated times in the world that you know people have their passionate like mm-hmm. uh thoughts on and they might not agree or align with other people's and, and they say something and it's like oh really should you be talking about that <laughs> mm-hmm. like uh, uh yeah. so uh, yeah you're right she should not have called the gal out by name i get why yeah. she did it and i get it's fiction too like it's show mm-hmm. um, i generally do not recommend calling someone out by yeah, name exactly um, even if it's outside of the situation right i also don't I also don't recommend like calling someone out without using your name, especially like on social media, because people have yeah. done that. Oh yeah, it's so passive. And like somebody, if it's did... very specific, people know who you're talking about anyway. Right. Yes, yeah, somebody did that to me like really? <laughs> a year before, and it wasn't even over something I did too. It was just something they thought I did, and I was just like, really. 
I've had to address situations before being in leadership spaces, like leader of clubs, um, being in several leadership positions at my college, for example. I don't know if anyone else would necessarily agree with this is the best way to do it, but when I have to like publicly address something, I make it sound bigger than it is. Like, for example, if it's one specific situation, I'll say it's an issue with a couple of people. Because mm-hmm. that way it doesn't look like I'm directly calling someone out. Right. I won't name names. Yeah. Uh, usually the space is small enough that people know anyway. Yeah. But I remove myself from that responsibility. Right. And I'm not directly responsible if someone else decides to do something with their own supposition. Right. So yeah. it's 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 a weird place to be calling people out. Yeah. Even deserved. So you know, we can move on, you know, don't recommend it, but for Tommy in this situation, it's likely. Yeah, it was definitely warranted. And I just love Grace even being like, like after all this being like, that's my friend. Like, yeah, that was like, um, that was like, so like such a like great moment. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I, yeah, love yeah, everything about this. Like, I, just, I love Grace and Tommy's friendship. I know they're just too. they're strong women who empower each other in right. like the purest of ways, and I adore that. Yeah, and this is one of the most healthy like female friendships that I think I've ever seen on a show. It's not petty. It's not rife with drama, right. and I, I love it. Yeah, I watch a lot of shows that have that though. So, but like, it definitely is like one of the best for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I just like when it's done just really well right yeah i all in all like i really liked this episode i thought it was really good it was a lot better than the last one after the last one i felt like the bar like i don't know what i was expecting this one like we got a really promising promo so i was like okay that's at least good i think we said last week that anything would be better than (laughs) i think we Uh. might have i think we might have um but like yeah the bar was spent very low so i think it was pretty easy but i liked <laughs> i really did like like the mystery was really good and it reminded me so much of 911, which we were talking about before we started recording and i had said like you guys remember that meme of buck like during like the bank you know the you know the call from like season with that whole case and stuff and buck oh oceans 118 yeah yes. yeah and mm-hmm. i was like you guys remember when you buck's like wait start over like explain it again and buck is like right. the meme of so confused. can we start over yeah right. the meme of like math basically and yeah. i was like i was like yeah that was owen basically right. trying to figure out like <laughs> what happened what yeah. happened and them having to explain it to him that was literally the same person i think <laughs> people are gonna hate that i like compared to owen to buff but i did it it I'm was great saying, honestly great. Yeah, and honestly is- i feel like that's one of those like t- like memes of 9-1 that's gone lost in time so it's great to right. revive it it, it yeah. pops up every Amen. once in a while <laughs> mm-hmm. um but yeah no more sleeping it. on that meme it was great i know <laughs> i love it but yeah i loved like i love the tommy stuff i liked the mystery was really good like i had yeah. i i had hope for it but i didn't really know how it was gonna go and they did so well I just, I, I, I was like, I was more so happy with the Tommy stuff because I literally thought that what they did was going to be a total cliche and they really didn't make it super cliche. Like it definitely, I don't think it even was like 
flip. Like, yes, it happens, but I'm also like, it wasn't like, it wasn't like too, too much. Like, it was like, okay, well, this also explained a lot of things about Trevor. Like, we found out mm-hmm. actually why him and Melody left, yeah. which had only been alluded to and stuff. And I can understand, like, Trevor had said they gave Melody the choice, and I can understand why she wanted to move mm-hmm. after finding this all out. Like, that makes a lot of okay. sense. That was her mom was cheating. Yeah. And she yeah. knows. I feel like we discussed this at one other point, like early on. Um, oh, but yeah. if she I think knew we did. Then the game's over that. Right. Yeah. Especially, yeah. Like, especially as a kid, like if you found out your mom was cheating on her dad or vice versa, like, if that was me, I always told my mom, my mom, I said, if I ever found out that dad was cheating on you, I would probably want to kill him. I literally did. And I said, I even told my parents, I said, like, you know, I said, I always, like, I always thought that, like, if you guys ever split up, that, like, that would have been the worst thing that would happen because that would literally have meant that you guys, like, your love story wasn't true or something like that. I literally said that maybe when I was in, like, I was probably, like, 13, 14, maybe. Mm. (laughs) So, like, that was, I get that a lot. And, yeah, this was just a really good episode. Yeah, I thought it was good i mean it was yeah there were definitely improvements um i liked how they wrapped up the storyline with kendra um i love that we got a little tarlos i liked how we got more paul like paul stepping up and sharing things and doing his thing <laughs> yeah um, especially since they neglected it for so long yeah he's had little moments why. here and there but yeah it's really nice that he was like kind of featured in this, this season um, <laughs> yeah and uh I like that Gabriel was back. I'm liking that he called Owen out on some of his stuff. And I like that he was keeping it real with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm yeah, definitely looking forward to it. the Tommy stuff. I, I get, I'm glad that I'm glad we did get more stuff about why Trevor moved um, and his daughter too. I'm glad Tommy stood up for herself. Um, she definitely needs to talk to that woman like directly and be like, look, I heard you talking about me behind my back and I don't appreciate it. So I feel like I hope that that right. Like off screen would happen because like, I know they're not going to show it on the show. Right. And at this and point, I, there's no like need to do that. Right. And I love I'm that Grace hold her out. Right. And I love that Grace <laughs> supported her friend and was like, I, yeah. she's like, I need to tell you this, but I don't know if you're going to like it. And so she's like telling her. So yeah. Yeah. I have one of those relationships with one of my coworkers. Like, I'm always like, if people are talking about you, I will literally tell you. Like, I will not lie about that. Right. And she'll mm-hmm. do the same for me. I enjoyed the episode. I actually only really enjoyed it as we've talked about it. Because I think I had to settle some of my thoughts on the episode. Probably the Paul stuff was my favorite part of the entire episode. Like, hands down, it was great. I loved the mystery, because I'm a huge mystery lover. Like, I'm just glad, I'm glad the turn they took with it. I would be happy if Kendra disappeared off the face of the earth. And I'm sad that, like, it looks like she won't. Because of the way they ended the episode, it looks like that is persisting. I genuinely hope they drop the ball in the storyline and never bring her back. But we, uh, realistically, know what's happening there. So that's probably, like, the one thing I truly dislike about the episode, is it didn't take her out of the picture the tommy storyline though you know i'm i'm glad they're progressing that storyline i think they're doing it at a reasonable pace and glad we got all that backstory because it's definitely needed so definitely mm, very good they picked up they picked up the bar again and uh we only got a few more episodes left so i don't want to think about that 
<laughs> Sorry to shatter your bubble. <laughs> I know they did that in the promo, and I was like, "Stop it! I don't want to think about that because I've been saying that I've been like for literally weeks. I've been like, oh my god, we only have this many episodes left. Oh my god, like." It has been nice to just not have any breaks and just air them mm-hmm. like week after week. We've been spoiled. Yeah, we really have. Uh, and do you have any- a lot to uh, check out in those last couple weeks? It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. I know. I've heard it's very jam packed, and I'm lucky scared. I'm scared. <laughs> Both. Yeah, I'm like fifty percent scared. Actually, I might be being like twenty five percent scared. <laughs> And then the rest is just pure excitement, mm-hmm. which, yeah, that makes, yeah. I feel like we talked a lot, so let's get to fan thoughts. Yeah. Um, we don't have too many, but this first one's interesting, <laughs> but it was like, it was amazing, loved it. Visit from Buttercup, Gabriel, Tarlos, Paul's detective work, lots of, um, it was good, but the main question is, did Carlos eat the pudding, and if so, why? And I'm like, yeah, that definitely was Carlos playing with Paul. Well, was like, it like him playing with him as in he didn't do it? Or he did it and just was playing yeah. him? I couldn't tell. I thought he didn't, and I thought he was just playing him the whole time. So who ate yeah. the pudding cup? That's a real know. mystery here. I'm <laughs> telling you. It was it was mm-hmm. Owen. Wait, it was it was it was t- I had had this thought when it first aired, but I honestly blanked out until now. It was it was TK, but Carlos is covering <laughs> as he should because this is the stuff he's gonna have to do when they are husbands. Right. Also, Buttercup wasn't in this episode. Right. Yeah, I was about to be like, wait, did I miss Buttercup? I miss my boy. Do I have to go back and watch? Where was he? Yeah, I had seen pictures, but either it was cut or it's in a different episode, which I'm going to go for it's in a different episode. It likely is. They're definitely bringing him back at some point this season. Oh, I'm sure. They better. Would... He better be in the wedding. I know, right? <laughs> Maybe he's not the rainbow. <laughs> I was right. going to outside box. I had just seen something that's like everyone's at the wedding and I'm like, Buttercup better be there. Right. literally gonna post it was literally an article it was like oh yeah everyone's at the wedding i'm only gonna screenshot that and be like buttercup better be there right. um yeah okay so then i liked the episode it was better than expected but it's seven out of ten that's interesting i liked that we got detective paul back i thought that owen gabriel's interactions were good i'm happy we're 14 14 episodes with a wedding mention Although I think there are some feelings left between Owen and Kendra. I'm glad that they decided to just be friends. Also, the 126 moments made me happy. The Tommy storyline surprised me. I had low expectations, but I'm glad we got insight into what happened to Trevor that made him move. And although it is, I know it's unrealistic. I like that Tommy gave the... um, and directly called them out and it was a really bad bitch moment it sure was and it was fair game although i wish tommy and trevor didn't kiss in front of everyone during mass i kind of agree that was it was a little much i liked the bible verses which were used yeah good ones yeah yeah very good very very good do we have Um, any more no that was it y'all should uh submit your fan thoughts 
Yes, please do. I love reading yes. them. Gotcha. Little hint, hint. Okay, so the promo. Um, only too much happened, but I am excited for this episode. The guy, so guys in the car, whatever, it's on fire, whatever. And then Joe tells Mateo to get the driver out. Then they're like, oh, yeah, we have two episodes left before the two-hour finale. And I'm like, please do not remind me that we have so little. Like, it's rude. Thank you. Um, Tommy says how it looks like it this guy like he had a transplant and tommy's guessing kidney um tommy says to owen like we're talking about an organ trafficking ring as we see a woman in a bathtub of ice we see like you know the whole crime board thing like and stuff with like a bunch it looks like a bunch of women's pictures so like interesting and Grace is saying to Judd, like, it's only a matter of time until these monsters snatch, snatch up another girl and cut her insides up. Then we see Grace at a bar with some dude undercover. Like, what? Mm-hmm. What is happening? Is she undercover? Okay, I hope this is legitimate undercover and not, like, do it yourself mm-hmm. at home. Because I will literally yeah. I'm a little terrified by that because they would do that. Um, I know Carlos Like, Grace is one of the last people I would think would actually, like, go on strike out on her own but if she was infuriated enough maybe i don't i yeah so she goes then she goes to the bathroom he follows her and he's like banging on the door like um open up the door and then she's on the phone with probably like number one or something and then Mm. this episode like i've seen pictures so we know this is the episode that detective washington is coming back with which thank god because that other detective was not it Mm. and like especially since we've seen her with like Carlos, and then we also know this episode that Carlos mm-hmm. and Grace are like working like together on, which yes, we love Grace. I like, love that team. Up. If we don't get it every season, then I don't want it. Right. Also, I need them to further Carlos becoming a detective. I, I need I think them to this is what this episode is hopefully going to do because it's like and like there's one picture and people are like, I think they're talking about the wedding. And I'm like, I sure hope so. Because we had the whole boyfriend mentioned in front of her last season. So we need like some follow-up. Just just I need a fiance mention. No. I need an invite to the wedding. Detective Washington shows the wedding. I would support that. And then we right. also know in this episode that um Owen's brother, his half brother, um, is coming to visit and meet TK. We also there were pictures floating around that Carlos is there too, which I'm so happy about. Yay. And also, got the half brother existed. <laughs> yeah, and apparently he's bringing some news that is going to affect the Strand family forever. And I'm like, what the hell does that mean? What now? But like a lot of people are like, it has to be medical. And I also know that the synopsis for 16 came out and it said something about like they're waiting awaiting news and i'm like okay so that has to be medical but i'm like what the heck could be going on and i'm like the father already passed i'm what else is connected to the family i know i'm anxious to find out whatever this may be but i'm very excited like this episode just sounds so just so there's like four strands attending the wedding too that are not tk and owen yeah i saw so there was a list. Let me see if I can find it. I might have deleted it off my phone already. We all know how I feel about sources. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the most no. skeptic of the phantom. I won't blame that title. Everyone says, oh, this is happening. And I make a video. Oh, yeah. I won't believe this until I see it legitimately confirmed. Also, like, I was I was not mad, but I was a little irritated with all the random spoilers oh. we're getting for the wedding. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, leaking shit. And I'm like, can we stop this? 
Like, okay. who's leaking it anyway? Like, I don't know. I, honestly, is, I think it's people on the crew that don't have public pages because yeah. I literally digged and one of the other like major tarless pages i was talking to her and she's like i don't even know who's posting these i'm like okay if you don't know and i don't know that really means right okay so i saw these two things they're both call sheets for certain people and then so there's one of them that we get honeymoon pool what that means also Hmm. explain why rafa posted that video of him getting a suntan anyways (laughs) the other one i was thinking of um i saw this list and it's wyatt uh, Wyatt is there, Robert Strand, River Parks, Sydney Strand, Hannah Strand, Yvonne Strand, and Andrea Andrea Reyes, Reyes the names on it. So that means I, it's either Robert's children and like wife and children, or they are sisters, like other sisters of Owen's that he didn't know he had, because we know from last season that Owen's dad left his mom when he was really young. Mm-hmm. So, and his dad had the brother for all he knows, he has other siblings he didn't know about. And there were a bunch of people gathered around like the yeah. father's bedside when he was dying. So really yeah. any of those people. Right. So I'm, I'm curious. I'm very curious. Yeah, I definitely- know. We definitely need to talk about the, like, all the wedding. I'm sure things will come out. It's very, like, hush, hush. I know, like, Gina just did an interview, and she she said, all I'm going to say is there's a wedding coming up, and everyone's there. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, like, she had also, they had asked her about, like, we really need, like, a, a, like, a scene with all the women, like, a night out. and But, like, she's like, yeah, but chaos. And I'm like, that would happen. But also, I people are like, oh, yeah, Gina wants this. I'm like, I've been saying that since literally season two. Like, I was like, I'm pretty sure I mentioned that in our first, literally our first ever, like, wish list. I was like, yeah, that needs to happen. So I was like, I've been saying this for seasons. I feel like we got some sort of, like, picture a couple seasons ago where it looked like it was some sort of a girls night out or something like or at least a lot of the women of lone star were there it had mm-hmm. to have been around volcano time honestly or maybe we ever I, got like an actual like i don't think we ever got thing. the steam or anything that was actually significant but some photo came out i think it might have just been behind the scenes yeah it's maybe possible. i remember marshawn was in purple that's all i remember from the picture it's been a long time i think i know yeah. what you're talking about but <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm very, very, very hype about this. Very soon. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh, yeah, I miss some of the actual emergencies, but I do love all the mystery stuff we get here. Too. I like right. I like when we like I love the emergencies, but sometimes it's nice. Like I honestly didn't realize we didn't get any emergencies until I was rewatching it for the notes. I was like, oh, okay. I just have like I just have one thing I want with emergencies. I need them not to try so hard. Yeah, like, they're trying so hard to make them original. Do a car crash. Do a yeah. fire. Yeah. Regular shit happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have sure. to be original. Honestly, additional accidents are still good if you have good dialogue mm. and good setup of the emergency. Right. It doesn't need to be a freaking hot air balloon crashes into an airplane kind of shit. Like l- let's let's be realistic. <laughs> let's have they done that before? <laughs> <laughs> they've they had, had a blimp and they've had airplanes <laughs> but they have had it together you they know what I do sometimes together. with the emergencies I can sometimes there's those emergencies where I can't remember if this happened on 
OG or if it happened on Lone Star. Like I can't separate them sometimes. I'm like, wait, which ups which there's right. just ones where I'm like, oh, it's painfully obvious. But then there's just ones where I'm like, and right. sometimes they're outlandish enough that you're like, did that actually happen? Or is that like just used as an outlandish example? <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. According to my friend, she's like, yeah, Lone Star actually does a decent job of like not being too out there. I would say Lone Star is a little more out there, but maybe that's just because they're a little inconsistent with their emergencies. I say 911 has more emergencies. See, she thinks the opposite. She's like, what they do in 911 is the complete opposite. Interesting. Uh, I feel like with um, Lone Star, they have less emergencies. And so what regular emergencies they do have are forgettable and everything else is just very outlandish. Like, that's my view. Um, and 911 has more consistent emergencies. And yeah, they certainly have outlandish shit. Um, but they also just have regular stuff too. So, but yeah, this was our longest episode of forever. So I hope you guys had fun. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and joining us. You can subscribe to the podcast on Anchor. We're also on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And anywhere you get your podcast, you can leave us a review on iTunes and on Spotify. Please rate us and leave a re- review. It would mean a lot to us. You can also follow the podcast on our socials at 91LS Roundup on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And you can also join our Discord server, which is a lot of fun. Please, please join. Um, the link is in the description of this podcast and our Instagram bio. You guys can follow me, Kate, at on Instagram and TikTok. You guys can follow me, Grace, at RonanRatha911 on Instagram and at CheapGirl31 on Twitter. You can follow me, EJ, at EJ8302 on Instagram and Twitter. Bye! Bye. Bye.